Once upon a time in ancient China, there were two villages um, across the river, uh, one each on one side, and there was a um, a boatman that serves these two villages. Every single day, he takes his boat, ferrying passengers from one village to the other, crossing the river. So over the years, over the many decades that he was working, he come to know of both villages. He's very experienced in the culture, the people, and uh, the way of uh, lifestyle for both villages, both villages A and B. So one day, a villager from uh, village A, I'm just going to call it village A, uh, come and ask the boatman, hey, Mr. Boatman, uh, can you help me out here? I've got a dilemma and a question here, and hopefully uh, you can answer me. So the boatman said, yeah, sure, what, what, how can I help you? So this villager says, well, I'm contemplating moving to the other village on the other side. And then the boatman said, oh, what's wrong with this village that you're staying in? Well, this, this village, well, my village is terrible because, uh, you know, it's surrounded by idiots. You know, the worst kind of people you can ever imagine. And I don't think I can stand these people anymore. They are, they are dirty, they are noisy, and they are rude. And they don't respect me. So, you know, I, I've just had enough. I want to leave. And then the, the, the boatman said, wow, that sounds really terrible. So did you ever make an attempt to let them know how you feel? Then this villager said, of course, I'm sure they know. Because, you know, I, I'll give them, you know, very direct answers. Because every time they start making noise, I make louder noise. Again, if they, are, if they dirty the, 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 the streets that I'm on, I also make it dirty. I throw my trash and, and stuff outside just to teach them a lesson. And when they are rude to me, I am rude to them twice as much. You know, I just make sure that they know how I feel. Then the boatman said, oh, okay, I see. That's really terrible. I, I, I feel your pain. I feel your pain. So, um, well, the thing is this, right? Uh, everything about you, what you dislike here in this village, unfortunately, it's also the same in the other side. So if you do decide to move to the other village, mm, uh, you know, all this time and effort and money you spend, you're probably going to end up in the same situation. Then uh, this villager said, damn, I knew it. I just, uh, I'm so frustrated. I, I got to look for somewhere, you know, I, I, one day I'll find it. I just got to go look for somewhere else. I got to find peace. So um, the, this villager went off. So a couple of days later, a young villager turned up again. It's a different, different villager from the same village, village A, came and speak to the boatman. Hey, uh, sir, boatman, um, how are you today? I'm wondering if you could help me with a little uh, question, you know, concern that I have. And the boatman said, what do you want to know? Let me try and help you. Well, I'm contemplating moving to the other village, the other side. And since you have been, you know, moving across both uh, um, villages all the time, every single day in your life, you surely you know about this seafood that, I, that stays in the other village. He's a, a great uh, uh, master and I want to go and study spiritual, you know, from this spiritual teachings from him. It's easy if I have to travel back and forth, not so good. So I want to move there. But I have a dilemma. My dilemma is... Um, where I am right now in this village, you know, the people are nice and my neighbors are, are kind, they're considerate and, um, you know, everyone works to, to keep the place pleasant and beautiful, you know, and there's always mutual respect. I, I'm just so reluctant to leave my nice neighbors behind and I'm just wondering if I move to the other side, you know, would I meet the same type of neighbors? 
And then the boatman said, ah, you are actually very lucky because the people on the other side are just like you. And I'm sure, you know, although it's a little bit troublesome to move there, but eventually you will find similar qualities about all these nice neighbors on the other side of the river. Don't worry, you'll be just part of the new community. So the young man was really happy to hear that. And so he thanked the, the boatman. He went home, start packing, get ready for moving. Now, then there's, there, these two conversations happened within a span of a, a couple of weeks. And right next to this boat, where the boatman is, there was a store, a, a street vendor. And the street vendor actually saw the both conversations. So he can't help it but to ask the boatman, hey, you know, I can't help but to, you know, overhear what you said. They were both of these guys are from the same village, but you gave them, you know, different answers. Why do you do that? Why do you lie to them? Then the boatman looked at looked at the uh, the vendor and said, "You know, yes, the answers are different, but the difference comes from them, not from me or this place." You see, the first villager is basically unaware that all the things that that he truly hates from all these these uh, neighbors and, and the environment actually originate from himself. Whatever, you know, disturbance of the noise, the dirty, the lack of respect and so on, whatever is in the environment just reflects whatever his attitude is. Unless he changes himself, he will continue to create the same negative energy, negative aura, no matter where he goes. Whereas if you see this young man that we just left here, this young man, he may not realize it, but... You know, all the things that he truly enjoy about this, the same village, you know, originate from his very positive and, and compassionate and giving nature. The same kindness, the same consideration, the same mutual respect. You know, so as long as he doesn't change that, he's going to bring this positive energy no, no matter where he goes. Now the street vendor understood, oh, I see. So the things are not necessarily better on the other side. Then the, the, the boatman said, yeah. The things are not always better on the other side when they get better only on the inside. See, the, the whole entire hexagram of fellowship, we tend to think that fellowship means that we form a unity with the external, right? We hear people talking about uh, the grass is always greener the other side, so we've got to form a team, a team of people. We've got to get the best people, right? We gotta, um, I want to start a business. I've got to have the right team. I've got to have the right horsemen. I've got to have the right assistants. I've got to have the right marketing manager, right? So, and likewise, right? You see uh, young, uh, young guys and girls, you know, always thinking about, oh, I, I need to find the right man. I need to find the right woman. You know, she's got to have these sort of qualities. He's got to have that sort of qualities. You see, the thing is, you know, it's, it's, it, whatever, the whole principle of fellowship is not just applies to the external, you know, or the external about places or aspects of life. What the boatman is trying to point out is grass is not always about greener on the other side. The grass is always greener where you water it and where you build it. So fellowship basically indicates, if you see the hexagram, the metal, heaven gua, qian gua is on the top. And the internal is the li gua, which is fire. It's the internal fire that needs to be bright. You bring happiness to wherever you go. So even if you go looking for jobs, you hear of people saying, you know, go from jump from one job to another and still the same problems, still all the drama, still all the backstabbing. One relationship to another relationship, right? They say, I don't like this colleague. I don't like that colleague. I don't like this person. I don't like this guy. This guy is all this, cannot be trusted. All guys cannot be trusted. All women cannot be trusted. But the thing is this, 
they are projecting their insecurities externally. And so what happens about the fellowship hexagram is the cultivation of stability and com commitment. No matter where we happen to be or who we meet, we need to take a good look at the current situation and internally to stick around to work with it. See, we can always go somewhere and look for something else. We can always go look after, you know, something that uh, we make a difference externally or a better place to live until we find it. But the most important thing is this. You got to take care of the grass within. Or in this case, the fellowship Instagram says, take care of the fire within. So between, you know, both villages, right, the, 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 young, the young villager, the external world reflected his internal reality. So it's not the other way around. So, you know, and, and we can apply the same principle for all of us with this hexagram, right? If you think of our heart as being the fire, if we lit out our own fire, that grass will grow in this fire, in this internal beam, and that's the state of our spirituality. So depending on how much you neglect this, this uh, uh, spiritual needs of ours, do we actually make it flourish? That's the question, okay? So if we have an upbeat outlook, we have a bright smile. We have a sense of humor, for example. We, we will bring this to everything we do, including our work, including our relationships. And then everyone around us will seem to be, you know, brighter and happier. So we need to be the candle, the sunlight that shines. This is what this hexagram is about. And this is also the message for today. So maybe we can reflect on this message is it that we keep, we keep changing places, we, quite, we keep looking for different people, trying to hire the right person or trying to get the right person? The question is, are you the right person? Think about the fellowship hexagram. Have a happy Sunday, everyone. Thank you so much for listening today.